Where's Benny? Where is Benny? Benny is somewhere in Germany, and I'm here by myself. Um, yeah. In case you haven't noticed, we've been a little quiet here in August, making like uh, Madison Avenue Mad Men and uh, taking some time off. Well, I have. Benny's been working his butt off doing what he does best. Yes, he's a great podcast host as well, but we all know that his best skill is hitting shit really hard in perfect time or close to it. Anyway, this is a fucking gem. Uh, I laugh through this whole show. It's uh, it's Brian Fallon and Chris Farron and Benny sitting backstage waiting for sound check and just shooting the shit. And as you know, if you've listened to the show, these guys are both regulars. And putting them together with Benny shooting them subjects is just... It's fucking priceless. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So... I'm not going to ramble anymore. Let's get into it with Chris Farron, Brian Fallon, and Benny Horowitz. It's going on track! <laughs> oh, Chris Farron. It's me. Brian Fallon. It's me. My old friends. Yeah, baby. How are we today? Good. We're great. Thanks for coming on the road edition of Going Off Track. I'm happy to be here. Ready to go. Two of the oldest guests around. What? Oh, I'm... I'm not not I'm actually age. really young. You're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really young. Really Brian, young. Brian, you yeah. did a Going Off Track before I was even part of it, right? Long time ago. So did yeah. Jonah. So did you. We were all old guests. Oh, Right. Yeah, I did do one. They made me go all the way up to Brooklyn. Yes. Converse, Converse studio thing? Yeah, I didn't want to go there. Did no. you get shoes, though, did you get at free least? Shoes? I don't. I don't think so. I don't really wear Converse. Yeah, yeah. they're not very comfortable. I, I had that problem there, are we, too. Are we, are, we, are we still affiliated with Converse? No. Okay, no, great. No. Well, the podcast great. isn't. I am. Sure. I'm sponsored by them just in general for awesomeness. Nice. Yeah. Is that real? It's sweet. No. Oh. No, Do you no know uh, the Street Dogs <laughs> logo? I like. I love the Street Dogs. Their logo is just the Converse uh, symbol, like flipped, like 180 degrees. Are they allowed to do that? I don't. I don't know if anybody knows that. Well, don't tell them. Nah. It's on wax now. It's on. <laughs> We're pressing this to vinyl. <laughs> yeah, I guess the podcast goes to vinyl. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like Jack White's thing. I finish a podcast and it goes straight to seven inch. Love it. The only, cool. the only podcast on seven inch. <laughs> yeah. I get a plant in Dublin, everything. 
Well, It'd be incredible if you had a podcast that was only available on seven inch vinyl <laughs> by mail order. Yeah. A vinyl cast? Yeah, a vinyl really? cast. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is a changing game, the podcast game. It's going to get interesting soon. Yeah. yeah. Can you quickly, uh, can we name our favorite podcasts? Oh, sure. I love that. Um, Chris, you go for Comedy Bang Bang. Okay. What's what that about? It? It's like a funny improv podcast, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who's the host? Scott Ackerman. Funny guy. Funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah. Funny guy. Funny guy. Ben? Um, I've been listening again. I really like the Disgraceland podcast that Jake Brennan does, even though almost every time I listen to one, I kind of hate an artist I used to love. Oh, yeah. What is this? What is this? Because he digs into the stories, like the story stories, and he does like a very sort of dramatic narrative of how it is and stuff. But he goes to these dark ones I'd never heard before. Of the songs? No, more of the artists themselves and like a period of their career. And like, I didn't realize till I listened to this, like, oh, Keith Moon, uh, like basically killed his best friend by accident. You know, that that crazy thing I was telling you about with the John Phillips. I don't know about this story. And later you have to tell me about this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I overheard you say something at practice one day, like two weeks ago or something like that. And I was like, what did he say? <laughs> but I've been thinking about it since then. I was like, did I hear him say that? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy, right? Because it's like, we, we the, all of my heroes were fucking insane. And I realized that now, like, basically my biggest heroes in music are classic rock and soul, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, you, oh, Jesus Christ, like so much cocaine people abusing women, being horrible, murder. Murder. (laughs) Sounds like a lifetime special. Yeah. But I heard a Pink Floyd one today about Sid Barrett and stuff that was pretty uplifting and interesting. Very artistic and cool. Nice. Cool. What's your favorite these days? I got two. Okay. I got the VA podcast, which is a podcast. It's called the VA Club. And it's uh, soundtracks only. Movie soundtracks only. Okay. And then... And then, I mean, the greatest podcast probably to ever be is uh, Bandsplain. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've heard that one. Bandsplain. That's cool. So I love it. That being said, Brian, what is the, what's the greatest movie soundtrack? The greatest movie soundtrack in the world is... I have, I have bad answers. Tell me one of them. My bad answer is just because it's... Uh, one, the, the one I listen to the most is the Batman Forever soundtrack. <laughs> Well, that's great. Great. I mean, it's got the seal. You know, it's that's got this. Kiss from the Rose. It also has. It has an Offspring song, but like when Offspring, or I don't want to speak ill of the Offspring as they currently are, but when the Offspring were maybe a little more palatable. The offspring were making <laughs> credible music. Sure, 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 sure. Did what about? Uh, it's okay. I'll say. I like the single soundtrack. That's what I did uh, on the VA. Yeah. 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 Uh, we did that. Yeah. That's a great. I mean, Paul Westerberg. Yeah. Smash of Pumpkins. Yep. Pearl Jam. Scream Trees. Screaming Trees. Mother Love Bone. Chris Cornell. And then that great cover. The Zeppelin oh, cover. The, yeah. That's the, that's the, uh, it's, it's, what's her face? Her yeah. No, no, no. Heart. Oh, hard. Uh, yeah, Nancy Wilson. Yeah, it's, it's the, the Wilsons. What's the band name? 
Oh, right. the love mongers. The love mongers. But it was also yes. kind of like, why another band just to do? But then we found out one of them was married to Cameron Crowe at the time, so that's uh, probably what happened. Like, let's yeah. do this obscure Led Zeppelin cover yeah. live by our side project yeah, band yeah, that's yeah. not Heart. Yeah. Right. Let's, but then also Jimi Hendrix on the end. And Hendrix. Yeah. yeah. That is, I mean, what a band. Rock solid. I mean, it's almost as, it's like... Is it Can't Hardly Wait? Is that soundtrack creeping up? It is, but it's, it's sure. still, yeah. still below singles. And you were the same as me, right? You did that. That soundtrack made you discover Westerberg before the replacement. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I was like, what band was this guy in? Yeah. He went, na, 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 na. He did say that. Beautiful. I just revisited the Judgment Night soundtrack. Ooh. Wait, is that the, the rap rock one? It is. And I mean, half of it really fails. Yeah, but half is like really still kind of interesting. Tell me, re- Tell re- me refresh me refresh who's on there. Who's on it? Okay, we have the Helmet House of Pain. Okay, just another victim. Ooh, uh, Onyx Biohazard. Love it. That's um, cool. My favorite on it is uh, the Teenage Fan Club De La Soul song. Which oh, is yes, excellent. yeah, actually interesting. Uh, Dinosaur Junior. What? Um, and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. That's not That's real. Amazing. Great. Yeah. great yeah. I gotta great hear that. <laughs> and still good. I can corroborate. It's I've never heard good. this. Uh, you know, I love the Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was that? Isn't there Rage and Sheen and somebody? No, Rage isn't on there. That's like almost pre, I think it's one of the reasons I think Rage almost broke so big. That was predated. Yeah, yeah, just like not everyone's ready right. for the rock rap and explosion. Rock. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not everyone was from New Jersey and had E Town Concrete. Could oh, it be yeah. responsible? Could the Judgment Night be responsible for new metal? Yes. I, yeah. I think 100%. Yeah, it's, I don't know about solely responsible, but on the line. No, but did it? Sure. Did it? Well, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe solely. Because did it, how does Limp Bizkit exist without the Judgment Night soundtrack? It doesn't. How does Kid Rock exist? It probably doesn't. Oh. Yeah. Right. Is Kid Rock new metal? I never have never, I've never he, ever listened to Kid he, Rock. He, I think he was in those circles sure. coming up, but he's more a rapper with a rock band. Yeah. Back. Now he's like a Southern rocker. But yeah. was, could, right. was, 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 well, how Corn was first though, right? Are we, are we saying Corn was first? Corn was, was, was in pretty, the new metal pretty proto yeah. new metal. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. And then I think, but but for people who are into the hardcore scene, like if for some reason Fred Durst had heard Doggy Dog or Downset or some of those bands that Downset. were attached to like the hardcore scene, they were doing it in the 80s, yeah. late 80s into the 90s. Doggy Dog shows in New York used to be nuts. Studio One. Studio One. Very scary. I saw Doggy Dog at Studio One in Newark. Mm. Yes, very scary place. Like the pipeline. Yeah, when you left there, all the lights were blinking because they didn't want people to stop. Yes, I remember those that days. Mm, blinking lights. That's a Did big, you ever make it to Newark for big, the show? Big New Jersey thing. Um, probably not. Like I think I, like the pipeline was probably too. I was just like, I don't want to get beat up at a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not my vibe. You know what? I got really scared of that place was mm-hmm. when I was at a show. And the singer from NJ Bloodline got beat up. And I'm like, that is a grown ass scary man. <laughs> just got beat up in this town. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta be really? careful. That's wild. Yeah. There was a lot of like, I, I wasn't really into the hardcore bands. Yeah. Like, I, 
I don't know. What was the first venue you went to around us that like freaked you out? Like the first time you're like, all oh, right, Coney Island High. I'm in this place. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you remember Coney, the show? Coney Island High was. Oh uh, yeah, actually it was uh, the U.S. Bombs. Yes. <laughs> and and U.S. Bombs and there was a band called Clowns for Progress. Yeah, that's Brad from Going After Tracks band. What? Brad, who I do the show with, was in Clowns for Progress. That's insane. Because so I saw his band at Coney Island High. He's going to be putting this into the computer machine. He's yeah. going to enjoy I'm, that little I'm bit. pretty sure that the Swing and Utters played. That makes sense. I want to talk about the Swing and Utters a lot, yeah. And, like, someone else played, but I don't remember who. Fun show. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun show, but it was really, really rowdy. Like, really, really punk. Those shows got crazy. I didn't, I was not prepared, because, like, prior to that, I had just gone to Legion Hall shows. Yeah. And I wasn't prepared for the the full-on Coney Island High experience. Yeah. I was like, whoa, these guys are very large at the door. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess uh, Jimmy had told me that... uh, that he, they, that like, I guess he used to work security there. He was working the door. Jimmy G may, may have been, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. But like, I remember like the, not having any issue at the door, just being like, oh, okay. Hey. Yeah. I was like a little kid though. I was like, yeah, maybe 14. That's yeah. why kids like us never fucked around there. No. So it was like Jimmy G and like Isaac yeah. and they're like. Well behaved. I was. I'll do anything. Yeah, I'll do anything. Don't hurt me. What was your first like scare, scary one that like freaked you out? Like, scary one? I don't never I, got I don't scared. really hadn't have that experience. Right. Yeah. I but mean, you didn't have like the CBGBs of Naples either. Like. No, there's not. There's like it's all just like community centers that like other like high schoolers would set up the shows. Right. Yeah. We had the uh the what was the one at Southpaw in Brooklyn? Was that the black and blue bowl? Yeah, I, n- I never really did or, that one. Something. I was I was living there at the time and I went to the oh. I was like walking down the road and I was like, oh look, hey, there's a there's a hardcore show. I was like, let's go in. And I went, oh my God, these guys are very scary. I'm gonna leave. Yeah. yeah. And I think somebody might have been like, hey guys, I don't I like your band. And then like their hand was like the size of my whole body. <laughs> so I got very I was like, whoa, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary people sometimes. Anybody but, bigger but than so, me is scary. But then you 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 peel back the onion, usually so sweet. I don't know. I mean you know? I would not I would say that that very could be scary, but all, what I do know about Jimmy G took me for a uh, egg cream. Uh, took me for an egg cream. Oh, recently, right? very, very recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my first egg cream. And you didn't paid love, for it. You didn't love it though. You said right? I, you know what? I wasn't sure about it. Fizzy I was like, milk. it's a little bit, a little bit chocolate milk. But I enjoyed the experience so much that I was happy to be there. Yeah. Sure, I was really happy. To be Did there. he take you to Gem Spa, like the famous place? He took me to uh, a place. Right near Heaven Can Wait, okay, in the, in the uh, yeah, Lower East Side. Yeah. 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 So it was okay. so the guy behind the counter was ninety years old, yes. and has known Jimmy since he was probably seven or right. yeah, maybe yeah. younger. And uh, and then we went to the bar from The Godfather where they like take the guy in and then drag him in the back oh, and beat him. Really? Yeah. And they they so he took me there. Yeah. I mean, he gave me like a tour. It was cool. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a yeah. fun New York day. Yes, it was great. It was so hot. Do you know of the egg cream? I know, I know it ish. Yeah, but what is it exactly? Well, the classic egg cream is nearly frozen milk, uh-huh. just at the bottom of the cup. Uh-huh. Fox's you bet chocolate syrup. Okay, and then soda water, but mixed right. in a certain way where like the cream like goes to the top and is frothy yeah. at the top. 
Yeah. I think I think the 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 name really is a barrier for me. Egg cream. There's no eggs. No eggs. Just just no that eggs. name just does not sound appealing to me. The chocolate, in any way. like frozen thing, looks like an egg when it's floating. Oh, so that's probably why it's like an egg yeah, cream. Right. I see. But uh, yeah, I don't. I did not love the taste of it. However, I, the company was so sure. good. Yeah, I had it. Jimmy yeah. gave me a good experience. Sure. I had it. Yeah, I got to give it to him. Yeah, he's he's like the grandmaster tour guide. That's the best. He incredible, incredible tour guide of New York. Wealth awesome. of not. I told him I was like Jimmy. Got to write a book. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't want to write a book. You got to write a book, Jim. <laughs> I want to read it. Should do the walking tours. Yeah. Oh, you know, walking tour with Jimmy G. It's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Get him in a cool outfit. Fifty bucks a pop. Easy. People yeah. pay that. Cash only. I'd pay fifty bucks. I'd pay fifty. I'd pay yeah. for you. I'd pay a hundred. Thank you. Thank you. We'll go together. We'll go together. <laughs> But I feel you, Chris. That's the same reason I didn't try coffee cake until I was like 30. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? This is awesome. It doesn't yeah. taste like coffee right. at all. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's nice. Very nice. Very the crumbles? Yeah, so many yeah. crumbles. So, Chris, yeah. if you didn't go to a show that scared you, what was like your first like proper going by yourself like concert then? Um, I was like a mall, like kind of a mall goth-ish. I was like, I... I was like a person who was not committed to the wardrobe, but like all my friends were Malgoths, so okay. I might as well have been, you know, like Malgoth adjacent. Like, like I, I was like how now I don't have any tattoos, but all of my friends have tattoos, so everybody just probably assumes that I have a tattoo somewhere. Mm. That's how I. That's how I've gone through the world, I like basically. That. I like that. <laughs> that is deep Malgoth. Yeah. 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 Very. Yeah. I had. I mean, I certainly had big pants. Right. I don't think I had the big pants. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a different, kind of a different generation. Are you going to go with the whole, you wait, wow, that's really. No, I'm not in a bad. In a, now all of a sudden we're in a different generation. No, no, you're. I couldn't possibly understand you because you're what, four years old? No, I'm yeah, saying maybe. that your version of a Molgoth was probably a little cooler, oh, more stylish sure. than mine. Saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, huh? what did you, what, 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 what kind of stuff? Oh, no, I don't even want to talk. Come about on! <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, I, like, like the, 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 like, the cure and the, ours was, look, we try to say it was influenced by, like, goth music and, and, like, you know, uh, what was that magazine, that beautiful magazine? Hit Parade. No, it was like Circus? Project or something it was mm. called. Or, or like, yeah, it was like a real goth magazine. Oh, really? Like oh. It was, it was, it was uh, I can't remember you the You were name just talking about it the I other was, day. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to explode my brain. Uh, who was the type of person who would be on the cover? The Cure? Something no, like that, or like it was like they had their own models. Uh, yeah. yeah. This guy, John something, was always on the cover. And he was so beautiful. Like, very beautiful, <laughs> man. Uh-huh. And, uh... Anyway, whatever. And so this was like a lot of like very gothy stuff. And then so, but, but I can't possibly deny the possibility that maybe this was really came from the crow, the comic book. Yeah. Like not sure. the, sh- not the movie, pre-movie, right. it was pre-movie. Yeah. But I can't say it didn't. Yeah. Cause it was very like skinny jeans, all black, lots of, um, uh, crocheted, uh, 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 what do you call them? Like, uh, sweaters, but like, like see through, droop, like droopy, see through. Dro- a lot of droopy yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. my, like, a lot of rosary right. beads, right? Black rosary. That was my, like, the, and the really, like, razor chopped hair. Like, so, like, 
it, uh, like I want to say like it, it in for like somebody who has no idea what I'm talking about. It would be like Edward Scissorhands, yeah, but like right. early, early Robert Smith, like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like and there's some of those old punk bands too, almost the darker ones. Oh like, yeah, you know, like, like Damned or The Cramps. Like yeah, like Lords that. of the New Church and that right. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And that that's where like that was my like real introduction to. And you know what? That might have been pre-punk rock, so it would have been like '92. Yeah. So you took in the darkness before the. Punk well, I got, I got. Or into, you, just, you just came with the darkness. No, I just got into it. I was like, <laughs> I got into the Cure so heavy, and yeah. like, I was just like, this is like, this is for me. Like, this is my people. We're people of the night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was. I mean, spoke to you. I had like friends that like would bite each other and stuff. I never did that because it was like <laughs> I had friends like that. Yeah, I didn't want to get an infection. To be honest with you, I'd hurt yeah. it. You know wait, I mean? wait, wait! Can you guys fill me in here? Yeah. Like, like I thought you meant just like a little, like a little nibble. This is like leaving marks. Oh yeah, like getting through your skin. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't want to do that. I wasn't into that. Yeah. But I had friends who did that. I had one friend who had uh, his entire room was covered in forks and knives hanging from the ceiling. Whoa, cool. Not like knives, like cut you knives. Knives like uh, like butter, silver butter knives. But it was basically just to keep his parents out because they didn't want to. Like they would, you would not want to walk in this. It was annoying. You had to like duck down and like get in the bed. It was so annoying. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's a pretty good move. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do if my kids started hanging forks and knives from the ceiling. I would cut them down immediately. <laughs> <laughs> this is my house. I pay the mortgage. Yeah. This is not the kind of thing that's going to happen. Here. Yeah. You want to do this, you get a job, you move out. You rent your own room, buy your right. own yeah. and Rent your own hotel six, and then you can do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do it all you want with the junkie friends. Uh, yeah. Wait, and so, oh, so I was so yeah. I was a mall goth-ish, and I was just wandering through the mall with my friends, and somebody handed me a flyer. Oh. Back in the day, you know, you just handed people flyers. That's, right. That's how you found out about stuff. Oh, cool. Um, and there was a show happening at that moment. It's so interesting to me to think that somebody was flyering for a show that was in process. But this oh, was right. what happened. And so oh, the I, show was happening yeah. while it was being filmed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like an all-day, like, fest, fest okay. kind yeah. of thing. But it was, like, super small, and it was just, like... Um, like one block away at, at like the community center. And so I like walked over there and I like walked in and there was like a, a youth crew band playing called okay. flame still burns. Ooh, perfect. Um, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Cause you know, there's like, <laughs> there's like 30 people in there yeah, and they're all like, tackling each yeah, other right. basically For someone who doesn't know yeah. yeah and all i've seen of concerts is just like you know i saw kiss you know right. so i that's that was my Another idea what yeah. i was like oh you can play your own you can like set up your own show right yeah huh. and so i saw them and then after them was a band called jack fendi who were kind of like a sunny day real estate type of like kind of wow. emo band that yeah. were i was like this like I was like, I was like, kind of like shocked by the youth crew band, and then I was like, really like into the Jack Fendi. Okay. And I like, b- like bought a shirt and stuff, and I was like, wow. And that was it. Yeah. And then I just kept going to shows. Where are they now? You probably know. One of them at least lives in Fort Myers. Fort Myers. He fixed a pedal for me a few years back. Oh, great. Really? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Nice guy, Jeremy Robertson. 
Shannon Robertson. Hey, buddy. Yeah. You know what I wonder about you? Yes. Is I find you to be like sort of like a fiercely independent person mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And it sounds like even then when you were like, most kids when they get caught up into shit when they're like 14, just like go with whatever's happening because they want to fit in with the group and shit. But you still had that like thing that kept you where you're like, I'm not going to dress exactly like them. I'm not going to get tattoos. Like, what is that for you? Like, have you always had that? Like, I wonder, I, I mean, I wonder if I can even take credit for it or if I'm just like, or if I was just like not really allowed to. You know, and then kind of just like spun it in a way that I was like, I'm in control of this. <laughs> so what would that, like say you came back from that show and like you were like, I remember like, you would have taken, taken guess shit what, home. Peggy, I'm getting tanning up. Yeah, because I, I lived with my my mom and my grandparents. Right. And I remember when that band Orgy came out. Yeah. Oh, good. They, they were like all like, like, like glammed out. Right. And I started wearing like white lipstick and my grandpa like had a talk with me that was like, you don't understand what you're doing kind of thing, which is kind of dark thinking back on it now, but uh, you know, his heart was in in whatever the right place for a person of that generation can be. He thought you were like fucking up your life. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Little did he know. Yeah. Look at you now. I've come full circle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, so yeah, I was, yeah, I was just trying to take and make a version of all that kind of stuff and make it my own in a way, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you were able to, like, stay, like... It's, it sounds like a hard balance a little bit to, like, claim that, like, alternative side of yourself while, like... Yeah. Almost acting the part in another place, you know? Yeah. Like, were you kind of, like, two different people for a while? In a way? Not really, because I was always, like... I never had like a contentious relationship with my family or anything. Right. Like it was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I always related to that like thing up from the song Androgynous from the replacements. Uh-huh. Cause like, I didn't know what that meant at the time. Like, so when I was like 12 or whatever, I didn't know what androgynous meant. Yeah. Right. But I did know that like the clothes I was wearing were very like, you know, especially like in that goth scene, it was hyper mixed gender. Sure, like you sure. Know, you're yeah. like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'm. yeah. Like, and I would go get like, you know, because then before like there was a hot topic, you would get like ladies fishnets, put them on as a shirt, and cut the you would cut the uh, feet out, and that was your hands. Oh, sure. So right. you would wear them as a shirt, and yeah. you would cut out the crotch area yeah. to be a shirt. You had yeah. to mod it. You had to mod it. Yeah. So back in the day, you could not afford like i could not go to the city and go to trash and vaudeville and afford a leather jacket or whatever right, yeah. right or bondage pants so i had to like make my stuff so um you would see a picture in these like magazines and then you would you you would make it um as best as you could and and that like that that thing where they were like uh there's like that um the line in the song where you know, it would be like and tomorrow dick is wearing pants and tomorrow Janie's wearing a dress future outcasts and they won't last and then like uh, because at school, you couldn't dress like that. Like, I wasn't allowed to wear that stuff to school. Yeah. They were like, you can't... I think I was allowed to wear makeup if I wanted to, like eyeliner or whatever. And, like, for some reason, my parents were, like, totally fine with it. Mm. Like, my parents were very, very, like, straight-laced. Sure, you know? sure, like, yeah. And, like, but 
they they didn't they didn't let it go. But like I wasn't aware to wear like the bondage bracelets or whatever yeah, sure. or like safety pins. Right. Because and the school would always be like, it's a safety hazard. Right. Where yeah, it really yeah. was not. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like no chain around your neck with like a lock or whatever, some vicious kind of nonsense. But um I, I remember being like, I can't wait to get out of school because I can be myself. Yeah. You know, and then like you had to go to school and the best thing you could do is wear your like your Bauhaus or you know, whatever t shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like there was this element of a like a you know, you you wanted the world to feel that you were like a freak. Yeah. But like you, you weren't allowed to. Yeah. Totally. I remember uh uh there was some store in the mall that had a shirt that said boys are stupid. It was like some like girls store. And, yeah. I, and I was like, I'm going to buy that shirt. And I, it was like a goal of mine to like save up money to buy that shirt. And I bought it. And I like, I thought it was like the coolest, funniest thing in the world. Yeah. That a boy was wearing a shirt that said boys are stupid. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Where did it go? It went great in my friend group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always, you know, see you're a front runner, buddy. Yeah. It's funny, I never even thought of that, but it's true. It's like, yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I guess, like, sometimes we don't think about, like, like progress comes in such, like, little doses, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, it's true. I, I I couldn't go to school where I'm, like, I literally would get in trouble for chain wallets, like, yeah, anything sure. even remotely, like, sexually suggestive or, like, something like that. Like, that was ridiculous. Like, they were yeah. basically, like, uniforming kids without uniforming kids. There's no like policy. Right. This was just some asshole principal probably who was just like, no, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't want that here, you know? Yeah. So the idea that like, you'd be able to probably most likely in a lot of places do that now and do it with some allyship and stuff. It's yeah. It's cool. a little better. Yeah, yeah. I you think know? so. I like to try to think of the, the bonuses, the silver lines. Sure. Because there's a lot of darkness to look at, you know? Well, you never know. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, let's take a funny turn then. If you two could switch bodies for a day. Ugh. You're inside of Chris Barron. Disgusting. Chris Barron, you're inside of Brian. You have to go inside of my body. It's disgusting. I'm sorry, I feel bad for you. <laughs> What would you do? And let's say we're on the road. This could go bad. Yeah, we're taking, like, this is what I'm saying. We're, we're, we're on the road. We're, not, we're away from we're on the road. our wives. We're on the road. We're very far away from our wives. Uh, oh, well, I make obviously my set would go perfect, right? Yeah, so yeah, would we both have to play because we have our brains, so we would only pretty much be able to play our own, yeah? So, like, Brian would have to do a Chris Farron set that night and vice versa. Oh, this would be cool. Oh, wait, but then, he, but he doesn't, he wouldn't, and likewise, I wouldn't know how to do the stuff, yeah, yeah. I had a much more like vice versa, like Kirk Cameron, Dudley Moore sort of. Yeah. Sort of idea for this question. It immediately, I thought of the impacts to this question that could be super gross. Yeah. And weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> pass. Well, I'd, I'd, uh, I, I have no idea what I'd do. We would probably just hang out with each other and just look at each other. <laughs> There you go. Wow. <laughs> Start touching my thigh. Very excited. Chris would be like, "Tattoos are cool. Yeah, tattoos are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah." And then Brian, this would be you. You'd be like, "Wow, I have a great ass." Bubble butt. Might not be the first thing I do. Last night, I was Chris. Might go a little different than that. Yeah, but anyway, I can't help like you would just enter Chris and you'd be like. Holy shit, why does Chris have a 13-inch penis? <laughs> no, I would be free if I entered Chris. I would be free. I'd be like, ah, I'm young and beautiful. I'd instantly be happy. Oh, we might never get you back. You would States. never get me back. You'd you have to gallivant around Europe. You'd have to kill me to, to get me back out of Chris's body. Blue pants in this body, you could make your way in any country in Europe. Yeah, Peggy Farron, my mom. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Jeff Rosenstock, my friend. Yeah. So New friend. Great. Yeah. What Laura Stevenson, I might even call Laura Stevenson. Hey, Laura Stevenson, it's Chris FaceTimer. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Like, you want to start like, a band? Would you, would you like be like, fuck it, I'm calling Bruce Springsteen. Uh, like if you were inside of Brian. That's so funny that that's the first person you thought of because I instantly was like, I'm calling Cassie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, hey, it's your old pal, Chris. <laughs> you know, like see like what kind of craziness can yeah, yeah. from right. there. Chris comes, oh, he's like, It's your dad. <laughs> It's your dad. <laughs> Those things are creepy. Like, 
Like, I was watching that movie, <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, recently. Yeah. I like the film. Sure. But now that I have kids and I know how the world works a little, I'm just, like, seeing the way it planned out, and I'm like, yeah, permanent it's, damage. It's a psychotic thing damage. to do. Yeah, sure. like, you <laughs> fucked up your kids. Like, yeah. bad. Yep. You know? Yep. I'm still thinking about, like, all the things I would do on stage. Yeah. yeah. So like, many possibilities. It, it should be free. I think I just really want to be you. But I will with my stuff, with my right, stuff. Right, my right, stuff, right, my stuff. right. You, I am my, I am my, my house and my kids and my right, wife right, right. and my car and, you know, definitely my bank account. Right, sure. You, yeah, you, don't, yeah. you definitely don't want to swap that. <laughs> See, Chris, you, you could get dubious and do something ridiculous, you know? Like, you could go back to Sure, I could jersey. just go in email and start no, listen, transferring funds could, and stuff. Yeah. In a day, you could show up at the governor's office, uh, say, hey, I'm the singer of the Gaslight Anthem. We're one of four bands in New Jersey that are accepted. Yeah. And be like, yo, like, this is the ghoul. He should appear on the state flag. <laughs> or he should have his own rest area on the turnpike. Or like something you like that. have you the governor's wife's phone number. That's what I'm saying. Beautiful. Chris, you could really yeah. do some fun mischief here. Yeah. You, you know? could call up. Uh, yeah. You could do so many things. You could do all sorts of. Fun could run for Congress. Wow. Probably wouldn't work in a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get Only it going, one day. Get it going. Yeah. yeah. See, I would have just like you know called Cassie and been like, "Guess what? I'm Chris Barron." And then, like, <laughs> see what kind of like bullshit I could convince her to do during the day. Yeah. You know, like, hey, why don't you go to my mom's house and like say this thing? <laughs> it's not really that exciting. <laughs> like my my brain doesn't like work. Very well. Yeah. Mine? Neither. <laughs> That's something we have in common. Um, what's well, the first time you guys met? met? We met. Uh, we The three of us met all, all on the same t t day. It was when Against Me, or Fake Problems opened for Against Me in Sayerville. And we also met Bruce Springsteen. Right. That was that day, the same day. Wait, is that the, that's the first time I met you? Yeah. Because then you came to the show the next day, just you. Oh, in wow. uh, uh, New Hampshire, maybe or oh yeah, that's where yeah 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 that's crazy because I remember because it was because we were already planning a tour together okay okay um and we hung out I think it was I think it might have been all four of you I definitely remember you two and Big Alex being there yeah um and then I remember your. Twitter bio after that show was all is right in the world. Brian met Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking cool. Hell yeah. Ah. Who's running our Twitter then? You? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I, I also remember we were all like in against me's green room and Bruce Springsteen was in there talking and just like everybody was talking to each other, but nobody was actually talking to each other because everybody was aware that Bruce Springsteen was in the right, room. Right. So everybody's just kind of like, eh, eh, yeah. Just sort of glancing over, <laughs> yeah. waiting for yeah. him to bless us with some words. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. As it goes. Um, we used to be young people. Mm -hmm. Now we're just old people okay. for the most part. Chris is still young. I'm still young. Like, Say, like, you were able to, like, the first time you were really writing songs and, like, getting into it. If you could, like, shoot back there now to, like, the earliest version of your songwriting self, 
What's like something you would you would tell that kid to like avoid? I I would get advice. Yeah, from I would him. as well. <laughs> yeah. I would, yeah, I mean, yeah, how are you advice. doing this so like freely oh, and like without really? such torment? Really? Yeah. Well, it, I for me it, it used to feel like it was like songs were just like inevitably coming out of me, uh-huh. and now it feels like I have to like like lower myself into a well and like you know huh. mine them out. Right. So you try to get into like your old brain and be like, yeah, what's going on? I mean, I think, I mean, I think I know it's just like when you're young, Mm -hmm. you feel everything so much more intensely. Right. And when you are in the beginning of your career, you haven't done anything yet. So, you know, there's the possibilities are no expectations. There's no expectations. And it's just a lot easier to kind of go into writing something. Mm -hmm. But you know, what's crazy though, is that like everybody worries about that and like says like, there's no expectations, and so they're like writing freely and blah 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 blah. But then, like, what you don't realize is that that was the thing that you were initially accepted for. So, sure. so mm-hmm. all the worry that you're right. doing now, the ex- the thing that was accepted was you. Right. So, like, being like, how do I be more me? Right. Like, that's not real. That's yeah. fake. That's a lie. I know. Well, uh, yeah. Espe- yeah. But like, especially whatever you're into now, that's probably what they want. Right. You know, because it's like that's they the like you. It is. But it's, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's so hard to. Oh, I don't know. There, I don't know. There's like there's, so easy for me. There's like noise throughout your life where you're like everybody is like telling you what, especially once you've established yourself, everybody is telling you or writing about you what you are and what your thing is yeah and then you're like you know some of it's right and some of it's wrong and then you kind of like it's hard to like you gotta get rid of it right but the thing is man is you really like uh you can't you can't read it yeah if you want to stay free you can't read it yeah because when you take a when you take on like the burden of what another person thinks of you and then you sort of like embrace it and nurture it in yourself then it then then that's not a genuine that's less genuine than you were sure. prior to that yeah yeah because now you're like mixing in another person like Hanif, um my friend the author yeah yeah Lyrici, gave a really good advice where he's like i just he didn't give advice he just said what he does he's like i don't read reviews about my own self or my work i don't read them at all he goes i used to and then i realized i got offended and i don't and it keeps me free yeah and i'm like cool Mm. Yeah. So that that has become a new thing for me. Yeah. And I feel so much better. I just yeah. don't read about. I, I don't need to know about me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So would you would you offer any advice to like early songwriter Brian? Early BF, I would like, say. Uh, wait. A minute. Yeah. Like, would you be like, hey, like, listen, just don't bother with this, or like, this is a pitfall. Just stay away from this. Like, like. No, I thought, I thought, I thought, like, let him rip. yeah, because I think, I think we did, like, we did good, you know, and I feel like we did, we've always done good, even the times when we thought we weren't doing good, like, even all the, the stuff I've said, like, about, like, oh, like, yeah, her, like, I wasn't writing it right, like, no, I was writing it awesome, like, some of those songs are awesome, <laughs> like, I get up there now, and I play, like, a thousand years, and I'm like, this song rips, yeah, yeah, like, it's just, there's no part of this song that's not ripping. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm like, this, this, I don't know what I was talking about. The world was crazy, because dude, this is the thing. There's like, an, it's a, it's an illusion, Michael. You know, they're worms, and 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 what really it is is the the like society swings in the media, like yeah. it 
really heavily swings between sure. like things that were popular and then unpopular. Like people, they, they're like, if it comes out at the wrong time, people just aren't even ready to receive it or it's not the time or the band has been hanging around too long and or the band's been successful too long and yeah. it's time to rat on them. Sure. But like, you know, that happens to everyone. Yeah. And you just kind of cruise through. The, that's yeah. the advice I would give that's to me. That's the only young thing. I would give, uh, yeah, I think so. That, that I would, the only advice I would give to my younger self is just like, whatever you're doing right now with this, like when, when you know, like during the get hurt thing, I would be like, just keep doing it. Like you're just see this through because it's just part of the puzzle. Yeah. Right. It is nothing you can do except for if you do something bad. Nothing creatively you're going to do is going to ruin your career. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, Neil right. Young put out that Trans Am album. That's, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> but but he's able to do that because he puts out a record every year, you know? Sure. And that's, yeah. Or even if he did one every three years, it would still be fine. Because, like, by the time your five records pass that, whatever the weird one was, right. nobody's going to care. Yeah. And they're going to look at it differently in five years. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, yeah. How much differently do people look? It's eight years gone. Get her. How much differently? People right. are like, I didn't even know Sink or Swim. I came in on them yeah. to get her. Yeah, of course. Oh, you yeah. did. Get her was part of the long game. Yeah. It's the long game. I love get her. Ben, yeah, Benny always said this, though. What I just said, Benny said that back in 2014 when it was happening. Yeah. So Benny was always right, and I was not. I mean, it's hard to, it's <laughs> hard, it's hard to see it. No, but you always said that. You said, people are going to hate this now, and later on, they're going to love it. And sure enough. Boom. Love. Look at that. Look at that. Some people stand me and some people will never like. But this is not. I like that though. It's like, but that's just where it's not just with songwriting, just with life. If you are grateful and happy for the place you are, you can't change anything that happened before it, right? Sure. You know, it all had to had to be there to wind yeah. up at the point. If you're happy at your point, then nothing should change. Like, what's that one, Ray? I forget the Ray Bradbury story, but maybe. When they go back in time, they discovered time travel, but you were not allowed to alter the past. Mm -hmm. And they had these boardwalks in the different times so you could stay on top of it and not change it. Sure. And one guy fell off the boardwalk, foot came down, and crushed a butterfly or something. Sure. And it goes back to present day, and it's like this post-apocalyptic world that he can't even understand yeah. because of the... You butterfly, know, the, the literal butterfly, the effect. butterfly effect, or something. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I kind of believe in that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So many little like weird variables and things that have to happen. Yeah, know? I mean, you think about like all of our careers and stuff. Like, you can you can definitely like think of certain moments where it's just like, oh wow, if I never met that person in that way, like this wouldn't have happened, and then this wouldn't have yeah. happened, and then this wouldn't have happened. Like, yeah. you know, it's crazy. I think of like sometimes the. 10, 15 years of relationships I needed to make the connection to Brian. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it was like these long standing like friendships and relationships for years and years and years that were even the reason I was thought of for this and that. And right. it's like, I guess to my mom always used to say that, just, just be fucking nice. Yeah. Because you know? uh, it's going to come around on you. Like fake problems are, are like our our story or whatever like we literally gave our demo to laura jane grace at an against me show like something that happens to us all the all, like us right. in present day all the time 99 out of 100 times that winds up on roadside records right exactly yeah. um but for some because we were from naples florida laura like listened to it and then 
yeah, and then just spiraled from there. But it's just such like, just so many different markers have to be hit. From Molgoff to Ghoul. Yeah, from Molgoff to Ghoul. Molgoff. Molgoff. All right, so both of you two love a good TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love a program. Oh, for sure. Say some big, big wig producer comes down. Uh -huh. This is for each of you. Or you can collaborate okay. on this film. Comes down and says, hey, I love your vision. Here's $100 million. Make what you want. What kind of film are you making? And with whom, if, if you have a dream cast? Wow. Well, I mean, it should be about the ghoul. Yeah, well, we, we, we've been talking. Yeah, we did, we did talk about that. Chris Farron versus the ghoul. Uh, some sort of experience. Yeah. So, all right. So if you have that kind of budget, who plays you? Why not you? I feel, depending on um, when this happens, I, 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 at my current age, I could, I could play myself. I agree. Not, not Benedict Cumberbatch? No. He That's could, we need, we need the guy who, we need Doug Jones for the ghoul, or either Doug Jones or Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis oh, for the Andy ghoul. Circus. Andy Serkis is Gollum. He's like, like the most famous, like motion capture yeah. uh, actor. Like, oh my goodness. Wasn't he also Darth Maul? He's Was not he? Darth Maul, but some, he was a Star Wars some Star Wars too, thing. Yeah. And then he's also like Caesar from Planet of the Apes, the newer ones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Probably not. He could probably. He could so probably. So he plays the ghoul. Yeah. Now, I'll be myself. What's the context of you versus the ghoul? I mean, do you have family in this? Do you like, are you protecting a family? Are you protecting the world? These are all great questions. I got to get in a writer's room and break the story. Does the ghoul uh, have the potential to turn into more ghouls? Well, it, as, as many have seen today. Yeah. There is a baby ghoul. <laughs> there is a baby ghoul. Yeah. So things are breaking wide open. Yeah, yeah. So now we're in Gremlins land. It could be it really. It could be anything. Yeah. Do not wet the ghoul after midnight. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what I'm what I'm doing with those videos is is just my like my own version of like if you had a TV show, what would you do? Yeah. You know? okay. It's like a very like lo-fi and very like haphazardly thrown together and like the. Don't say that. That's you not, know it's not, not. Yeah, it's not. You know it's not. Come on. Yeah. But I but I don't know how I would do them without the context of having to promote shows. Because I'm I like my words are never about anything other than the, the, the show I'm playing. But the shit that's going on around me is right, always right. so crazy. You gotta find a new context. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Brian, you got any movie concepts? I do not. You just jumping on the goal? Yeah, I'll jump on the goal. So, I don't have a movie. It could it could be like a like a body like a fun body horror kind of right thing. And with so that what? budget, body horror. What's body horror? Like gross horror. Like um, I don't like that. Have you seen The Fly? Yeah. No. Um. What else? There's what's like the, a thing like power violence. It's got a name. Kind body of body horror. Yeah, body horror like scanners. It's, or, it's not just gore. It's not just gore. It's like more like um, body the, morphing. The the, the thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Like, See, those are the ones I like. Yeah. Because they're ridiculous and they don't freak me out. Right. It's it's ridiculous. It's like ridiculous gore. It's those of. ones that, like, Brian watches where, like, whoa. Like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> like, Brian watches. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what 
you like scary stuff. Like what? Even you're watching the zombies eating each other. Right Come now. on now, The Walking Dead. I it's feel a TV. Like it's on TV. Very it's popular like, American show. Like, like I'm not going to go on the cross for that. What yeah. about that one you've been talking about? That's what? Scary one. The Morning Star or something? What was that? Midsummer. Yeah. Lots of people have seen that. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Huge. Yeah. You haven't seen that movie? Nah, it's not, I'm not into like some niche weirdo like back alley like borderline. Well, Brian's into over here. Yeah, like you made it sound like I'm like watching like snuff films or something. Jeez, <laughs> only Albanian snuff. I don't <laughs> like any of that stuff. No. I don't watch any of the. Chris, you can attest for this. I do not like a horror movie with like like. There's that one about the lady with the skin peeling off. I'm not watching that. No way. Oh, good. I don't do like any of these like. Swedish horror movie. I don't do that. No, 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 no. Like, I watch a popular flick. Right. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Midsummer is probably the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I don't if ever want at, to see it again. If you're it's not at going AMC. To I'm oh, never. God. No, and, yeah, no, and you're the one that's seen that. Not well, me. No, <laughs> yeah, it's that's where I'm weird. If you show me, like, look at that deflection, ladies and gentlemen. A little more, like, psychological and rooted in reality, it fucks me up. Because yeah. then that's when I'm like looking out my windows, like things that can really happen that like sure. feed my paranoia. Of course. When I see people like sewn together as a centipede, like dude, I'm like it's so well those movies talk to me that like I can enjoy it as like those, parody almost. Yeah. You know? Th- those movies are like I understand that. Yeah. Those movies are like you know the the hot chip challenge of like right. media. Like that's you're, right. you're just doing it because it's like such a crazy thing to right. do. If you show me Jacob's Ladder, I'll be up for three weeks. Oh, I hate that. You know? Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Truly terrifying. This was fun, guys. Thanks for doing it. Hey. That's it. My pleasure. Woo! noise soon. Thanks for touring with me. Thanks for being my friends. It's been the honor of my life. Truly. I've been having a great time knowing both of you for however long. 20 years? Not 20 years. Almost 20 years. truly have enriched your life. <laughs> and uh, vice versa. Well, <laughs> I guess. Sure, I guess. <laughs> we just got the blow quote from the episode. I sure. I, I guess. You, yeah. yeah. You, you, you like sweetened a little, like hey. salt and pepper or something like that. Uh, you're my favorite little sprite. You are. Yeah, baby. Love, love you. you. Love, love you guys. Love you. All right. Bye bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, look there. I was, I was on the show. <laughs> yeah, I remember that show. The U.S. Bombs uh, tour. 
with Swing and Utters. That was a fucking blast. In fact, um, I've got some pictures of me with Dwayne from U.S. Bombs up on stage singing, probably doing a Stiff Little Finger song or something. Maybe I'll post that to the uh, Patreon. So if you want to see it, uh, join us on the patreon.com slash going off track and become a patron of the show. Been a little lean this month, but uh, I think we turned off fees for August, knowing that we weren't going to be around. But when we're back in strength, we'll be posting some bonus content there. We're doing uh, a Discord chat every Thursday night for patrons only. And follow us where you follow at Going Off Track. Reviews on iTunes are always welcome, however you'd like to leave them. So Benny's telling me there's some more of these coming down the line. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out for our next On the Road with Benny Horowitz. Coming at you soon. Thanks.